This is a production of the Jesus Name Network. Welcome to That Pentecostal Podcast. I do my best to avoid, but sometimes the trap is just too good. I see a video on social media and I start scrolling down to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. People telling jokes, giving testimonies, which, you know, is nice. Silly dances, and cute animals, and cute babies, and cute baby animals. And, and then I look up, and it's been 30 minutes. I have no idea how that time has passed by. But I found myself stuck and trapped looking at life through a series of filters that cleaned up all the messes, covered up all the wounds and the scars, and put on a brave face to tell us that the brand, the product, the persona that is being sold by whoever's on my screen is great, and it makes everything better. Real life, however, is not like that. Life is not lived through filters. That's not how God designed us. We can see this in the beginning in the garden with Adam and Eve. When God saw their sin, confronted them in their sin, and had to cover their sin, Genesis 3.21 tells us, The Lord made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. You see, God didn't just make them clothes. He didn't just cover them. They covered themselves with leaves. They were covered, technically. But he made them skins of living things for clothes. He took the skin from living creatures. These living creatures that up until this point in the Bible, we are not given any indication that they knew what death was. They didn't know what it was to die. They didn't know what it was to have life taken from them. And yet in this moment, God introduced death to the world in order to cover up the sin and the shame of the two humans that he created. And then we look forward and we see the courtyard of the temple. Leviticus 6, 12, and 13 tells us that the fire and the altar shall be kept burning. It shall not go out. Verse 13 says, Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. That fire is supposed to burn forever. It's supposed to burn night and day and never run out. And it's supposed to have sacrifice on it continually. This area, we, we think of it as this like holy, sacred place, and it is, but not in the sense that we think of it. Because they would have taken animals to this altar and they would have killed them there. They would have cut them into pieces. They would have bled the animals out and they would have placed them on the altar and they would have grilled them or smoked them or however you want to think about it. They would have done it there. Okay? There was a big mess. It was by design. Because in this place, in this mess, in this moment, that was where payment was made for sin. That payment, that covering, it's messy because what it's covering up is a mess. And finally, we see Jesus' death. His death was brutal and it was messy. He was taken and beaten all night by soldiers. He was dragged through the city back and forth, back and forth, and then he was scourged with a whip, beaten some more, had a crown of thorns placed on his head, had a, a robe placed on his back so that they could tear it off as it began to stick to his body. They dragged him through the streets 
dripping blood everywhere. Unable to walk, he had to have somebody else carry his cross. And they took him and they nailed him to that cross and hung him there dying. And upon seeing that he was dead, they pierced his side with a spear and saw that blood and water flowed out and he was dead. It was a brutal, bloody, violent beating. It was messy. It was, it was not pretty. Isaiah prophesied about it this way. He said in Isaiah 52, 14, as many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. There is no filter for this. There's no filter that makes the sacrifice that Jesus made look nice. There's no filter that makes the all brazen altar look clean and wonderful. It was bloody, it was messy, and it was on fire. And yet, Jesus calls us to walk this path, to walk in his steps, and even to pick up our crosses and follow him. In Luke 9.23, it reads, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. This call Jesus has for us isn't a call to a sanitized life full of filters, hiding all the mess around us. It's a call to take our mess with us as our cross. Put it on our back and bear it up that hill full of shame and pain all in his name. It's not going to be easy. It's not. It's not going to be fun. It's not. But it will be worth it because he will be right there with us. And in the end, when he is with us, when we're hanging on that cross that we carried up, that we put ourselves on, he will look at us just like he did that thief. And he will tell us that today we will be with him in paradise. Because that paradise is so far beyond any filter we could ever have. It's so far beyond any trickery and manipulation of social media in our modern world. That place that God is preparing for us is truly perfect. And he made it just for us. He made it just for you. And he wants you to know him and meet him there. But to get there, we have to go through our messy, dirty life, carrying that cross on our back and follow him up that hill and put our will and our desires on that cross. So join him, join me, join us on that path, that path that is messy, that path that is dirty, that path that does hurt sometimes. But join so that you can hear. Well done. Thank you for listening to that Pentecostal podcast. Catch us every Monday. And if you like this content, we go a little bit deeper over at the GSA News podcast. So check us out there everywhere you get your podcast. Again, thank you for listening.